the No Talent Show podcast. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lido Mine Media production. That's right. This is the No Talent Show, a lot of my media production. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Talent Show. We are available everywhere. Podcasts are sold. Remember to leave a review. As always, five stars is the correct number of stars. Giving us five stars helps people uh, discover our show. If you enjoy it, share it with your friends. If you hate it, share it with your enemies. And if you have some spare change, you can send it to the link in our show, which helps us keep the lights on and filling our fridge with beer. You can find us at thenotalentshow.com. You can hit us up on Twitter. Our handle is at the no Talent Show. Make sure you check out our other shows on lightomindmedia.com. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my God. Don's still not here. Don is not Whoa. here. We're going to have to send right. out a party. Welcome back, folks. It's all right. Yeah. Don's not here. This is the No Talent Show, the only yeah. podcast made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, and for those who long, long to, live to live in the, in the Central, Central Valley. Valley. Yes. As always, we have our beautiful cast of characters, the doorman. Yes. Hello. Hello. You're folks. looking very beautiful today. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try hard. Marty's stupid ass. Hey, I'm here, and I found out that Benadryl and alcohol helps allergies immensely. <laughs> yes. Right. I may still sneeze and cough, but I feel much better about it. <laughs> and then we have, you know, you didn't introduce yourself last podcast. Oh, myself. And yeah, yes. if it weren't for you, we would just be two guys in a basement. This is well in, in my Angeles. basement, though. In Los Angeles. <laughs> That's right. You'd still be hanging <laughs> out in my basement. basement. We'd be the two yeah. guys locked in your garage. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and we have myself, Mr. Maxwell DeBoss. We have our new. Uh, I was going to say our, our replacement for Don Schlicks. Yeah, he, he's just Don. a permanent, uh, I just stole him from his own podcast, <laughs> Mr. Craig Sharton. Um, thank you again for joining us. Sir. Yeah, thank you. Pleasure but, to be back. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun having you on the last show, and uh, we have so much more to talk about. We couldn't we couldn't let you escape. Yeah, we couldn't get it all in to one. There's, there's too wow. much. Did too you? much. We might have to have you here for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, on our last show, we had, we were getting into, we had just kind of talked a lot about, um, your, your house and your, your uh, backyard your garden. Backyard I started garden digging situation. up all my Bermuda grass cause it's useless and I started right. planting things. Yeah. How that has, I don't know what, you. but I just grabbed mystery seeds at, um, <laughs> Osh, which is closed now. Yeah, it was really you went to Osh <laughs> yeah. and you just picked some of the seeds from out front. Yeah. Right. You got them from a, a trunk from a guy in an alley somewhere. It was right? labeled yeah. Osh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It was at a swap meet. It seemed legit. They're like organic seeds. All right, okay. that's right. I'm good. Um, Craig, so you know, you, we have been talking. Um, oh, and for those, I should do it a little intro. Sorry, yeah, let's you do know, an intro so, on Craig. Yeah. yeah, Craig. So Craig here is I call him Mister Fresno. Um, he was also called what was your uh, what you say? It was called the um, the Czar of Downtown. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Craig. Tell me, did you know that you were called the Czar of Downtown? Well, the yeah, but I like to spell it T S A R because <laughs> I thought that was more old school. I like uh, it. <laughs> so the the reason that the Shartans came to Fresno is that they sided with the Tsar uh, in, okay. in the uh, Ru Russian uh, Revolution, and so uh, as a consequence, they <laughs> they got bounced to Fresno. <laughs> Had to get out of town quick. Yeah, yeah. They, they they picked the picked the wrong side on that one. So that's why we have Volga Germans in Fresno. So be, being called the Czar was pretty funny. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great. great story. All comes full loop. Yeah, um, that is interesting. There's a lot of you know Fresno is a is a 
unique melting pot of, of people and cultures. And um, it is a lot of fun to always, there's, I'm, I'm always bump into people, especially in the food, in the food world, because Fresno is a thriving food um, production world here. You know, we have, as every, as people know, our family owns a chocolate factory. Uh, my father came from uh, Lebanon. There is, we work with uh, packaging suppliers who are from Armenia. We work with um, a lot of um, um, nut suppliers who are from um different areas in Asia, a lot of people from Laos. So it's been, it's, it's a very interesting, and every single one of those people, there's always an incredible story of where mm. their family came from and why they ended up here. You're forgetting mm. the Armenians, they're big in Fresno. The Armenians, and didn't I say Armenians? No, Did they, I forget they'll come them? and get you. Oh, it's yeah. true, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's kind of fun that even, you know, just, uh, it seems like everybody has a story of how they got, somehow came to Fresno. My, my dad's story, whenever they ask him why he came here, he just gives a brief synopsis and he'll say something along the lines of, you know, my family was in Lebanon and, uh, you know, during the war and after, you know, our, our family got, got assassinated, um, God sent me to Fresno to punish me is always his answer. <laughs> your, your dad has an incredible story and I would uh, love yeah, to him, have him on the your show. Your dad has someday. an incredible yeah. story. Yeah, I, yeah I exactly. maybe told more people your dad's story than he has. Yeah. I, oh, wow. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I I do. I'd love to have him on the show, actually, because yeah. I've always wanted to do a nice interview with him, but it, it's... Um, it's more fun to have other people interview because I already know all right, the questions. Right. It kind of makes it very. We'll interview them. Yeah. I'd love. I'd, to have I'd you love to talk him. to yeah. him. We'll bring them on. Just the stuff you told me, and from what I know about it, I would love right. to talk to the man. Yeah, um, but it is it is it is fun meeting people all over Fresno and all the the backgrounds they have. Yeah, even like the Russians and Kerman and how they have you know yeah. really a lot of Orthodox beliefs. Because I used to do funerals um, for them in in Kerman, and right. it's incredible to be around these people and just. How many different diverse cultures we have in Fresno? Yeah. Now, Craig, you've been in Fresno, um, I think you said every, uh, most of your life. Am I, am I correct? How much, How long have you been in Fresno? Yep. I, uh, I lived in Pleasanton for three and a half years. Other than that, I've lived in Fresno. Wow. Me, me too. Except for I lived in Washington for two years when I was in the Navy. And other than that, I've been in here. Uh, yeah. So you guys, I mean, you, you've probably, and plus you've been in, you've been in a lot of, um, you've had, you own Peeves. You've obviously been in uh, local government, so you know, I'm sure, a ton of people, probably everybody in Fresno, because Fresno's kind of a small town. Is there anywhere you go that you just don't know most people, or is that it's kind of part of your life now in town? You know, sometimes I will go into far north Fresno, mm -hmm. you know, the part where you can see the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Far enough north. And it's daylight. Uh, I'll go into a restaurant and I won't know any anyone there. And it's always kind of it's funny. Creepy. I kind of feel like I'm out of town. <laughs> I was love that. You have to hunt for a place. When I was learning about you, I was surprised that we have a common friend down Whitehurst. Because when uh -huh. he ran for mayor, I hope that helped him out a little bit in his campaign. And also I was in the funeral business and he was in, you know, the funeral business a little bit. So uh, yeah, it was nice to have that common person that we have in common. So yeah, he was a great mentor of mine, and uh, I still keep in touch with him. I usually talk to him every year or so. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, he is a he is really a, a class act. Super funny, super mm -hmm. smart, uh, and he knows people all over the country. It's yeah. just amazing. Hmm. Yeah, I was I was sad when he didn't win that election against Patterson. I was upset. Oh, <laughs> no, Autry. Oh, that's yeah. right. It was Autry. Oh, it was Autry. Yeah, Autry. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that's... I was shocked, you know, because we too. tried to get him to run for years, and it happened when I was out of town, and and that's I was visiting right. my parents, and, and I said, "Well, I heard Dan. They finally talked Dan into to uh, running. I, I guess it's just going to be like a, a shoe in for him, right?" And there was a Fresno State game on, and 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 they said, "No, no, this other guy's going to be on." Um, uh, he, I think, I think Dan's got a really rough race. I go, I can't believe it. I thought if you ever ran that you'd just walk away with right, it. Right, right. Go, who's the other guy? And they go, well, he's like an actor. In fact, he's <laughs> he's calling the he's like doing color commentary for the bulldog game, and that was the first I'd ever heard of him. They said he was on this show in the heat of the night, and I, I hadn't had a TV mm-hmm. for eight years, so I had no <laughs> wow. idea what the. They go, I go, I don't even know what that is. They go, Carol O'Connor's on it, and I go, oh, so it's a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the Sydney Portier movie in the heat of the night. It's about racism in the mm-hmm. South and all this. I'm like, oh, I had no clue. <laughs> Oh, and wow. then when he lost, I was just shocked because yeah, I just me was too. such a fan. Of I don't even remember. Was that a close race? At least I don't remember. It, uh, it, what, well, I don't know because I remember I was there when they were having the thing. And he realized he lost. Okay, and it was really a bummer. It was close for a little while, but yeah, you know they would say, um, you know, Alan Autry, he was in law enforcement. Because he played a cop on Heat of the Night. And people actually thought, oh, he was in law enforcement. It's I love law enforcement. That's one of my yeah. favorite things was, I remember, I think it was in the B at the time, how well, it was either the B or KMJ did like an, a radio story. I just remember reading that um, pe- the majority of people elected Alan Autry for, because of his previous law enforcement <laughs> experience. <laughs> just being like, that is just so brilliant. Like, <laughs> Wow. And at I, first, I, I remember reading it thinking like, well, yeah. And then going, wait a second. Yeah. That was a television <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. 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 I, met Autry, I met Autry several times. A very nice guy. He's trying to do a lot for the Valley. Oh, yeah. Trying yeah. to get film going in the Valley yeah. and a lot yeah. of things like I that. I was there, yeah. yeah. I would have liked to see Dan uh, Whitehurst actually be mayor. That would have been a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was great. I remember I saw a band at uh, Saroyan Theater when I came back. And uh, the... When, you know, when the band kind of introduced themselves, the, this guy goes, the funniest thing just happened. They 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 said the mayor's going to uh, give you the key to the city before the, the, the concert starts. And someone said, who's the mayor? And they said, Alan Autry. And the guy goes, that's funny. That's the same name of the guy who plays Bubba on the <laughs> of the night. And it was Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> That is a trip, right? Uh, uh, only in Fresno. Yeah. Well, it's just such a California thing, right? It's just well, like, we have yeah, we have Arnold as yeah, the governor. Just California and, loves having yeah. actors as our yeah. Uh, I always like Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. When I graduated college, on my diploma it says uh, Alan. Uh, no, it says uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger signed my diploma. I go, Look, Arnold signed it. <laughs> yeah. That's how cool I am. That's great. <laughs> All right. So last podcast, you yep. helped me pick a beer, That's but right. now I'm down to. I have a Tioga Sequoia You've been drinking the last beer for half a week. (laughs) You know, I'm going to say I like the, uh, man, I'm going to, just because, you know what. You're going with the 99. Well, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to, well, actually, I'm drinking a Tioga. I'm going to have them drink the, I'm going to choose the Riley's actually. All right. I think that we can have. There's no wrong choice. I think we can have all three (laughs) breweries. Um, you know, featured in our all friends of the show. Yeah. That's right, all friends Don't of the take show. Like half a week to drink it this time. Drink it a little faster to be <laughs> fresher and nicer. Um, yeah, Dan Riley, hell of a good guy. Yeah, Riley's is a great place. 
Uh, big fan. We, uh, I don't know. I haven't met. Well, I haven't been there in like a year because of COVID stuff. Mm. But the one here out. He's in, a friend uh, of the show, right? Friend of the yeah, show. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Now the one over here in Clovis, um, they, I, this is my, it's a weird thing. One of my favorite things. And I, this is a tradition that I started. Um, I wouldn't say when I was an alcoholic, <laughs> but when I was drinking more than I do now. More as a hobby. As a hobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, I'd go to Tioga a ton, um, like the restaurant, Sequoia Brewing, the restaurant. And uh, I would just love getting like a half dome mm. and a bowl of chili. Um, and to top it off, fried pickles. And this time I was obviously single because, uh, you know, you're not. That's not a good combination. It's not a great combination, <laughs> which is just fried pickles, chili, and beer. But um, yeah, it'll definitely keep you warm, <laughs> though. <laughs> but it's just that's great. Not a good sleep. Not a good sleepover. Not a good sleepover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. That's funny. Um, goodness me. So recently, this is I kind of I'm wanting to get into this. Um, you know, we've been on our show. We've been talking a lot about. Uh, we we all watched. Um, Oh my God, no! A documentary <laughs> recently. Don't take Marty of there. The humans. Called Planet yeah. of the Don't Humans. Don't take Marty there. And it broke Marty. It broke me. Yeah. It broke him. Yeah. Um, and now you, Craig, have just read uh, Bill Gates. It's a, his new book, right? Bill Gates' new book. Yeah. Uh, can you tell yeah. us a little bit about it? I, I've been I've been looking at it. Bill Gates to me is a very fascinating individual. Uh, individual because um, some things I am he believes that. You know, one of the things he's big against non, um, he's actually totally for GMOs. And as somebody who's in the food world, um, I have seen firsthand how GMOs can actually um, feed the world. And I've seen a lot of devastation due to non GMOs and the push for non GMOs. Um, and I feel like there's a difference for people who want to maybe grow their own food. Um, or community farms, maybe who want to have non-GMOs, but having a big push for that, I have seen um, in you know big countries and visiting Ecuador and different areas for our company, um, seen a lot of pain and devastation, and devastation right? due yeah. to this big push. Yeah. So um, some of those things with Bill Gates, I'm like, wow, this guy's spot on. Other things. Um, I know he's big in the like eugenic scene and he's big in just like wiping out whole portions of the earth from what I understand. So I'm really intrigued in reading his book because mm. all, also I think some of his um, views maybe have changed over the last couple of years. So I, I would love to kind of hear your take on the book and, and um, hear your thoughts. Yeah, well, so he, um, he uh, someone, uh, when I said I was reading it, someone I know said, you know, what does he know? <laughs> and, and my response was, it's not what he knows. It's the people that he has access to. Right. Like, like he could call any, you know, he could call the president of any country and get a return phone call, you yeah. know, or yeah. any scientist or any author or, or whoever. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's not just him doing Microsoft. It's the access to the knowledge he has. Right. And, and, you know, the, the stuff that the Gates Foundation has been doing around the world, he's spent a lot of time in Africa and, you know, all over the world seeing mm -hmm. what's really happening, India. So, um, so whether I agree with him or not, I certainly respect the knowledge base that he has oh, right. beyond yeah. doing Microsoft. Yeah. And so I think it's an interesting perspective. I would say my disagreement with him is he is uh, like a lot of people that – everything is a technological fix. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and I don't think that's necessarily true. 
um, that there are technological fixes, but there are also some societal changes that we can make right? Um, as well as individuals or, or as communities or whatever. And because he hasn't been involved with local community efforts, you know, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. he's contributed to them, but that's actually, um, that's a good point. Really see that side of it. But, yeah. Is the societal um, fixes uh, more so than technological? That's, I'm, I'm writing that down so we can pick it up later. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, but I did think there was a lot of interesting things. Um, you know, nuclear power, you know, like it's, it's like everything. It has pluses and minuses. Mm -hmm. Are you going to, uh, you know, how are you going to count the pluses or the minuses? You know, the pluses sure. are, it gets us a whole bunch of clean and non-carbon burning, uh, not non-carbon producing energy. Right. Yeah. And it runs 24 hours a day, unlike the sun or, or wind when it's not windy. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it does seem like if you believe that it, we're headed toward a climate disaster like he does, and I do, mm -hmm. that you would want to use all of the tools available to get to zero. And that's the big point of his book. Mm -hmm. It's how do you get to zero? Not how do you get to reduction by 2030? It's how right. do you get to zero by 2050? Sure. Because of all the carbon dioxide that's already in the air and the other greenhouse gases. So, mm -hmm. so I think it's a really interesting thing. So he's like, you know, switching to natural gas, that's going to give you a reduction, but it doesn't get you to zero. Right. So that's his big push for um, for nuclear um, and and he's invested in it and he's really clear about the book, what he's invested in and not. So he's, he's being transparent about all of that. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's, I thought, I thought it was a really good book. Um, you know, it's, I think we're, we've all become critics now. So I try not to just leap sure. to what I disagree with. I would say that I really agree with a lot of it. Um, you know, like he, uh, I think one of you mentioned even last time, you know, he really talks about the, the clean meats, the, the laboratory produced meat as right. a solution, which I think is great. Um, but also people could eat less meat and that would, that would yeah. also help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, so there's a, that's a simpler fix too. just I, eat one hamburger a week instead of five hamburgers a week. Sure. Um, yeah. so I, I think it's a good discussion and I think it'll reach a lot of people who are also pretty, you know, rational thinking, uh, technological, mm -hmm. uh, te technologically focused people. Sure. So, um, so I thought it was good on balance. I, I definitely thought it was a good read. So in, in the book, does he, you're saying, so he talks about how to get to zero, right? So that, that's the main, the main idea of the book then. And, and does he go yep. through all the different types of energy sources available to us right now? And, and nuclear is the one that, that he's backing and he, that, that stands out for him, right? That's pretty much. He, well, he, he backs all of them, but he kind of goes through what the cost benefit of each of them are. So it's okay. not that he's pro-nuclear and anti-solar. He's just gotcha. talking about how, how they all have to be part of the solution, not, not just the solution. The solution so, yeah. And, and he also talks a lot about <clears throat> things like concrete, you know, making mm. concrete is a very uh, big problem in terms of carbon production. So, mm. you know, how you, how, you know, what we should be working on finding ways to produce concrete and steel that don't produce carbon or that we capture the carbon mm. because you can't stop building buildings or, you know, you can't build a hydro dam without a shit ton of concrete. Right. Yeah. That's a good so, point. so, you you know, you've got to solve some of those problems first. So, um, 
he really looks at a lot of different uh, different pieces of agriculture. He does look at, mm-hmm. um, uh, and again, there's a lot of technological ways that we can make ag- agriculture less um, carbon producing than I've, than we're doing now. I find it interesting. Recently, he became the largest um, agricultural landowner in the world. Yeah. Uh, which is like the strangest thing for me to just like how one man owns so much ag. Um, I don't know if, does he touch on that at all in the book about why or. I, I, I heard you say that on, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and yeah. I, and I don't remember him saying that. Um, he did talk about how we, we need to grow enough to feed the, the population, mm-hmm. um, but we need to be able to do it without burning fossil fuels at the same time. Right. Maybe and, maybe uh, maybe Bill just has a lot of rabbits that he needs to feed. Yes, <laughs> man, it's strange. Harness them. Uh, yeah, wow. he's getting that fertilizer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that is very strange. I don't know why he would. And it is interesting to me that he didn't bring up regenerative ag because. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've looked into it all, but but by doing regenerative agriculture, it actually mm-hmm. pulls carbon out of the out of the atmosphere. So yeah, not only right. is it not producing carbon, it's actually we can pull massive amounts of carbon by just changing that we do the, changing the way that we do agriculture. Yeah, also, yeah. mushrooms play a big part in um, regenerative ag. There, it's able to yep. even like places that they've done nuclear testing, the mushrooms can take all of that um, the nuclear radiation and absorb it and get rid of it a lot of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Fungus is uh, this is kind of boring, probably. No, it's no, no. I love this. No, this no, no. Fungus, fungus but, is the best. But plants don't have the ability to take in minerals, but they use minerals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there was always this thing about how how are plants need calcium, but how how are they getting calcium? Well, it's the fungus in the soil that gets the calcium and it pulls it in for the plants. Mm-hmm. And then the plants are making sugar and they're going down and feeding the bacteria and the fungus in the soil. So there's yeah. this really big web of life. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, for sure. It's actually, and there was even this one, That's uh, which is one of the reasons I don't really like dams is that <clears throat> if you think about the San Joaquin River, which was just packed with salmon, salmon right? Yeah. On the salmon run. So all of those salmon were bringing minerals and, and you know, um, their biology up the river and then dying where birds and bears and e- insects Bigfoot, and everything Bigfoot. were eating them. And it was <laughs> it was bringing so much nutrition every year that the salmon would run up river that they can look at the calcium and, and other minerals and trees and they can tie it directly to like the bears throwing the 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 skeleton skeletons of the of the uh, salmon next to this tree for wow. hundreds and hundreds of years, <laughs> wow. and they can they can look at it and it's pulled it and it, and you have a healthy forest. So, like a lot of the stuff where we're thinking about wildfires and having a healthy so- forest, a lot of it can be that we have cut off a lot of the nutrition source that the steelhead and the and the uh, and the uh, salmon were bringing it back up to our forests. Well, and that's that's what you went uh, touched on earlier about cost benefit. You know, I don't think people when they're building a lot of these dams, you know, had any idea or even thought about that life down the river or what what would be the uh, you know the actual harm that it would do to the environment. You know, it's all great because it's water. It's going to provide all this water. But but yeah, you know, when you look at it like that, it, it really it's really messed with it. The whole cycle. 
you start messing with things. So another wild thing about regenerative ag, and I'll get off of it. No, no, it's fascinating. No, no we can keep it going. Let me jump in real quick. I was listening to that podcast. And that was amazing. By the way, if you guys get a chance, listen to that uh, Two Guys Talking Fresno podcast about this regenerative uh, agriculture. It is amazing. I, I was loving every minute of it, by the way. So everybody out so there, listen to it. Yeah. If you, if you take an acre of ag land and say you, you measure the amount of organic life in the, in the soil and it's say it's 2% and you do cover cropping or you put in manure or things like that and you get it to 3%. So it goes from 2% to 3%, 1% increase. You get between 22,000 and 55,000 gallons of extra water storage on that one acre. Wow. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's a lot. It's, it's mind blowing. So yeah. if we changed our agricultural practices a little bit to work with nature more, mm -hmm. uh, the amount of water that we would be storing in our soil in the valley would far exceed anything that we can get from dams. You know, what's wow. really interesting is when um, we were in, uh, I was in Costa Rica and Ecuador because with our company, we've set up some help set up some co-ops for farmers. And one of the things that we do is we skip, we try to, um, skip a lot of the like the fair trade organizations and go direct we set up our own called equitable trade it's a long story but uh, i'll keep it simple uh fair trade to scam um the <laughs> the uh, so we try to go directly through you know with farmers so um one of the things that we've done though with that extra money is we've helped uh bring agro scientists in to help them and you know because they don't they're not using drip lines and they're you know it's just you know, thousands of hectares of land yeah. just with plants growing haphazardly. Um, but the general idea of just teaching them, hey, you know, all of the, you have your cocoa trees here, you know, all of the, the trees, but if you grow some, um, some large canopy type trees over the top as well, well, hey, now you can double up your space. And then instead of, they were, they used to clean all the, the brush out. And that's very basic stuff that we're using in other countries for things like chocolate where we're just saying, hey, let it all fall. Let it all go into the ground. Don't clean it up. Let it just, you know, let it nurture one another. And so they're growing all these various types of fruits and vegetables um, and actually layering them, um, like from actually layering like height-wise and letting them yeah. all um, nourish each other. And it's just improving drastically the yields of their, especially the chocolate plants themselves, growing more per tree. The trees are handling more. Um, which is incredible because then they can sell more chocolate per year. Um, but it's funny that we know we know this knowledge. It's 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 within human knowledge. We just for some reason rely on. Um, well, it's modern technology. Yeah, mo yeah, modernity over just uh, basic uh, instincts, I guess. Well, yeah, that's kind of what you're Very talking about. Is just like a permaculture system, you know, right. where basically, mm -hmm. yeah, you set up swells and you know mm -hmm. you capture the water, you let it yeah. go through all the land before it leaves, and right. you know, like you're talking about the drop mulching, you know, yeah. and all that. It's, oh, you end up following leaders who really don't have an idea what they're doing, but hey, they're in charge, so they're going to tell us right. what we need to do. We need to sweep the forest, guys. <laughs> Come on, you got to sweep the forest. Get rid of everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Get rid of all the nutrients. Yeah. yeah. So, so you said you have a chocolate company. Yes. Yes, sir. And, and I want to use my use my poll of being on your podcast. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you want so, some candy bars? Uh, I'm, going, I'm going with my son's family to uh, Huntington Lake this, this coming weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, and I heard on your podcast about this product that you have where you, you 
you drop like a bath bomb, but it's not a bath bomb. That's it's right, a, a bath like bomb. A hot, hot oh, bomb. Those yeah, are yeah. so good, uh, so good. In, in, into the hot chocolate and, and marshmallows explode. Yes. So I ordered two of them online for pickup. Okay. I, I want to see if I could get, I could use my pole with Max DeVos to actually be able to pick them up tomorrow so I can take them to the cabin. Yes, sir. You come by, you'll get them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, Woo! absolutely. Did you order oh. just two single bed bombs? I thought, it, are, are they like sets? Okay, yeah. If you ordered two, then you might have got ripped off. I have two. <laughs> I have. Here's the truth. I have two listings. I have one that's literally there just because when I filed for the trademark two years ago um, for the word BevBomb, they have it, the trademark office I, is so far behind. Some trademarks have gotten through. That one is still sitting under review. Mm. And every time I try to take it off, they tell me, whoa, you can't take that off. That's listed as the proof that you invented this. So oh, I've wow. just jacked the price up on a single Bev bomb on that site. Um, and then on another site, I have the sets. So if you've, uh -oh. either way, don't worry. Anytime anybody orders the wrong one, I just like quadruple the order so they don't get, because uh, I'm like, man, I feel bad. They, they're uh, thinking, wow, I, I got like 50 Yeah, they're thinking they amazing. got a great price. And I'm like, <laughs> I've got three three grandkids, Max. Don't if worry I about it. With, if I'll, I'll, I show up with two Bev bombs, yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah, you might as <laughs> well just go back home. Don't sure. even go out there. That would make, that would just, that would be, I'd be the worst type of business person if I was just, sorry, Craig, uh, you got two. Yeah, show up tomorrow, I'll be there, I'll hook you up. You got it, absolutely. Okay. You know, since yeah. we're doing a commercial, I just wanted to bring up this point. Yeah. My son, um, usually we sweet, um, give him those little Keurig Swiss Miss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chocolate, yeah. Hot chocolate things, yeah. So I made him a Bev Bomb, put it in there. He was amazed watching it melt. Mm -hmm. And also, they'll eat a little uh, marshmallows That's popped right. up. Yeah. And then he tasted it. He goes, is this what hot chocolate's supposed that's to taste right, like? Man. Said, oh, there you go. Yes, that's what there it's supposed right. to taste Real like. Real hot chocolate. Because it's not called hot cocoa, right? It's hot chocolate. It's a difference. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, there is a difference, right? Because you can only call it hot chocolate if it has actual chocolate in it. Um, additionally, Bev Bombs right now, they just hit. Yesterday, we dropped them off. All four Costco's in the Fresno Clovis area really? at their warehouses. So make sure you go pick those up. If anybody's listening, go to your local Costco and get some better. So they're, they're just with the uh, candy, the candy. Um, uh, you know what? I actually don't know. They're on, you know, you know, how Costco has a giant shelf. Yeah, because I was just there and I don't remember pallet. seeing them yet. Yeah. They were dropped them off. Uh, well, we dropped them off in the warehouse yesterday. So they're oh, probably okay, being okay. hit uh, this week or tomorrow. Right. Maybe we should stand today. out there with their no and, you know, do signatures. Please no, do no it. Talent show no, podcast. Yeah. As, as heard on the No Talent Show podcast. <laughs> exactly. uh, <laughs> Craig will be like, oh, I heard. That he's the only one. They probably won't even ask us. There's so many guys with tables in Costco <laughs> now, you know, trying you to sell you something. So, yeah, just table. show up and set up a table. Um, so check those out. We're also, we will be releasing for spring, a little heads up, Easter egg Bev Bombs. Ooh. Beautiful. What's They're, in there? What's in there? They, oh, multicolored spring marshmallows. They're oh, in the shape of Easter eggs. Oh, they're bigger. They have, uh, they're uh, with spring stripes on them. So, um, wow. yeah, very exciting. But, All right, uh, so if you yeah. you hook me up tomorrow, and I will uh, Instagram and I love uh, it. Facebook and tweet that. Should I say I bought them at Costco so we can? Oh, absolutely. The, let's do that. Yes, let's drive <laughs> okay. some people there as well, and and make sure you tell people that you heard it on the No Talent Show. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a lot of hashtags after. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, the one thing that I'm always afraid of doing is using my uh, DeBoss company to promote my uh, for evil uh, the podcast <laughs> and evil, evil. <laughs> yeah um, because sometimes on the podcast you know we talk about things like cheeky bottoms and um, you never know if uh, the cancel culture yeah. is going to come yeah, get yeah, us yeah. so. I just That's pretend a, like yeah. I'm a different person. Tough position. Different different individual. Somebody wasn't being an imposter to That's right. a real man. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. Different person. Um, That's... That's when you know you made it when you get canceled. <laughs> that's I mean, right. You got to be some, you got to be someone to get canceled. So I think that should be your goal. This is actually a really good point. This is a yeah. really good point. Yeah. So, so we true. have to try harder. So we're not. <laughs> yeah. So we're not there, Max. We got, we got a while to go. Take Don't off worry your pants, buddy. Take off your pants. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now, well, now I, what? I remember being at the factory one time oh. uh, when we were doing the first food uh, Fresno Food Expo yes. and talking mm. to your dad, and uh, this was. I don't know, 2009 or so. And mm -hmm. I'm sitting there with one of my employees who was helping put that together, Amy Fuentes. And he pulled out the, uh, the Zinfandel or oh, pork the wine filled fields, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and we popped it into our mouth. And I swear to God, we both blushed. <laughs> because it it is so good that it seems like you, something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's naughty. <laughs> yeah, it's really naughty good. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it was, it was, uh, and, and that's what I tell people now. I just bought a couple of them for, for gifts recently. And I say, you know, you might want to just pop this in your mouth, like in a private place. <laughs> that just sounds naughty. Pop it in your yeah. mouth. Kind of a personal experience. That's right. Yeah. You're going to want some yeah. personal space. Yeah. Those, uh, those truly are amazing. I've talked several idea. times about those. Those are truly oh, amazing. Yeah. Your dad's a genius. Yeah. Man. He, that's uh, that's the thing, man. There's a, uh, that's why I want to have him on the show. He might bring samples. That's right. <laughs> it's always yeah. those things. You know, we create so many items every year. We're always creating things and I'm releasing all these new brands, but when it comes down to it, his wine-filled truffles that he created. Mm. Yeah. Like, they're just, you can't beat them. Like, as yeah. a kid, one of the things I got most in trouble for as a kid was running around eating all the wine-filled chocolates. <laughs> um, so, and I yeah. would, yeah. That's right. Marty, Marty, I would say, uh, Guy, uh, come in, and I want to have so many wine-filled chocolates, I want to be wasted. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Fat and wasted. Oh, I, that's what that's I right. want. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So, Craig, you, I know you helped set up, you helped, you were part of the uh, Fresno Food Expo, which was, which is a, a very cool thing for Fresno to have. Now, this year, of course, it was canceled, I'm assuming, because um, of yeah. COVID. COVID. Uh, it was actually canceled before COVID. That's what I, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Okay. What Why was that? that? Was it just not enough? Well, you know, when we did it, it was, uh, I was economic development director at the city and, yeah. and we had this initiative to support local businesses. So, we were going to do a public market mm -hmm. and just the economy was so bad. We just said, it's not going to work. Mm. And Ashley Swearingen had done this little meeting with like six Costco buyers and brought in like five different, five local food companies. And they were really impressed. And I thought, let's just build on that. Mm -hmm. And since we can't do the public market, let's just invite a whole bunch of food companies and we'll get Costco and then, We'll tell Save Mart that Costco is going to be there, and then we'll tell you know we'll play off of that and get a whole bunch of different buyers there. Yeah, yeah, and support our local food businesses. So it's pretty. Again, it was pretty simple solution to try to get you know buyers in front of. We found that there were 150 food companies just in the city limits. Wow! Right. Mm -hmm. So and, and that doesn't count you know the whole valley, which mm -hmm. it would be 
thousands. Right. Um, so, so just put them in yeah. the convention center. We owned it. So, you know, you could do it for free and, uh, and, uh, make it happen. So, you know, as a really good, very low cost, um, economic development tool. And a lot of companies got really good contracts out yeah. of that. In fact, Tioga Sequoia, that's how they got in Savemark. It's awesome. So, wow. um, and Wawona got a contract with one of the big uh, grocery store companies in uh, Canada. So a lot of different cool stuff came out of that for a very low event. But my favorite part was that we told all the company and you've been there, Max. So yeah, yeah, we sponsored we told, it, I think a couple of times, yeah. Okay, all day long, you can meet with buyers but at six o'clock, we're going to invite the public in. That's right. And that first year, everyone's like, why do we want the public? You know, they're just going to come and mm. fill up bags full of food. <laughs> and we want the buyers. And I go, listen, if if our community could see how many great companies we have, mm -hmm. their pride is going to go up because right. they're going to they're going to say, I didn't know DeBoss was here. I didn't mm -hmm. know. Um, oh, Bassetto Salami, right. you know, all of companies that they mm, never Enzo's heard those olive oil yeah yeah and so that is exactly what happened it sold out that first night in fact we had people lined up who hadn't bought tickets and they wanted in and they we said what are we going to do and i said just charge them 20 bucks that's right everyone can go to an atm or 40 bucks and so they yeah. all just packed wow. in but the next day they started you know, uh, hashtagging all these local companies, like mm -hmm. I'll never buy another salami except for Bassetto now that right. I know they're mm. local. And, and so the, the vendors really saw that there was a value in having local pride in your products. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great to have national sales or international sales, but it's really nice when your local community that's you right. Know, is proud of you too. It's yeah. true. And you know, the, doing the food expo for us was always fun. We we've always done the fancy food show, which is one of the largest food shows and um, you know, in San Francisco and in New York, and we've done um, some in Chicago and a lot of the big candy and snack shows and things like that. Um, but what's fun about it, what, well, it's fun. What's sad about sometimes we go to the fancy food show and there are, so Fresno, like Craig said, is full of um, food manufacturers, mm -hmm. um, a lot of which are private label food manufacturers. So a lot of food that you're buying at stores, high-end stores, um, you know, places like Williams Sonoma and um, Lolly and Pops and, um, you know, uh, Harry and David's, all these really high-end stores, uh, Whole Foods and places. Um, a lot of that's made by little companies in Fresno, right? With wow. no name on the, on the back of the label. And so we, we always see individuals, um, we'd see them like once a year, you know, they're from Fresno, but you know, we saw them, we'd always see them once a year on, in New York or San Francisco at those big food shows. And so all of a sudden we had the Fresno food expo and it was great. Cause we'd, Oh, Hey, and it was one more, you know, one more time to kind of get meeting people. And, yeah. um, you know, when you're, when you're out of town and you connect with another food manufacturer, it's, Hey, when we get back in town, let's meet up. And then two weeks go by and you don't do it. You never when do. it's in town, it's like, Hey, why don't you swing by tomorrow and we'll get something going. Um, so it was great. It was always mm -hmm. a lot of fun to be there and there's a lot of connections made. Um, in fact, a couple of companies, you know, we've worked together to get um, help each other with some of our big accounts because of, because of the show. We've been able to meet with them and say, oh, hey, I know the buyer there. Like, don't worry about it. You know, um, we'll yeah. connect you. And so it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that they can get that going again um, at some point. Yeah, because I'll, I'll tell yeah. people there's a chocolate 
company in Fresno. And they right. go, no way. I go, no, they're seriously a, a great chocolate yeah. company right. in Fresno. Yeah, people always think that it's like, oh, I remember them. They were that small one up by Toys R Us. It's like, no, no, not that one. We're the <laughs> big one in a nondescript brick building that nobody's yeah. ever going to see. They would talk see. about yeah. some candy store. I go, no, it's an actual chocolate right. factory. <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing. Like, you go into Savemart, you see DeBoss chocolates. Right. But it's not like, you know, you don't see a big thing. Hey, locally owned. You know, you don't see right. this big marketing tool there, you know, saying where this is coming from. You just say, right. oh, it's it's Tabas or it is, you know yeah. yeah it's acapella so you're not really you know but yeah that that's it's interesting yeah. yeah it is very interesting it's very cool to get yeah. the word out on local companies now uh, you, you said so uh, what happened it didn't it didn't happen last year and you said it wasn't really because of COVID oh, I mean, oh yeah so so we did it as the city and then then when Ashley was leaving office there was some concern if the city would still support it so uh, we created a separate nonprofit and and it really didn't have enough time as a nonprofit to kind of get their legs under them and sure. get enough sponsorships and kind of figure out the business model. So it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Really? I, I still talk to Ashley and uh, we, we both keep scheming. And I think eventually we'll get it back. There were some big producers that missed having it. So yeah. if we if we can get enough going, I think we can we can bring it back. And I, I think we just have to show that the, the food industry would be supportive of it. Right. Yeah, I, I hope good. it does come back because now you guys are making me. Well, I feel bad for not going in the past. Now yeah, I want to go. You're the, the reason that it got canceled, Eric. <laughs> so, so thanks useless. a lot, man. Unreal. <laughs> I know. I want to go now. Yeah. Sitting here acting all interested. Oh, I'm a bum. <laughs> I want to go. Um, so, um, food expo. You're doing that now. Tell us now. You're currently working with CMTC. Um, tell yep. us a little bit about CMTC. So. Uh, Back in the days of Ronald Reagan, mm -hmm. I uh, you guys, yep. I don't know if you were born yet. Well, uh, I'm not sure. He was our, he was well, our president. You, mean, and, you guys uh, want me to shock you a little bit? I wasn't born yet. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Oh, oh, boy, no, it makes me feel old. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well. So he, that's when, like, America, you know, the media started covering that manufacturing was dying in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And, like, every magazine had a cover about manufacturing is dying. Right. And so there was a Democratic Senator uh, Hollings from the Hollings Manufacturing Company. Mm -hmm. And Reagan got together, a Democrat and a Republican worked together. What? And I know, I know. I know. I like Different to say time. that because that seems like a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they, they said, you know, we've got all these programs, but no manufacturers know about them. So mm -hmm. we'll do kind of like the ag extension offices where they go out to farmers and tell people, you know, tell the farmers what kind of programs are available to them, but we'll set up a nonprofit in every state and we'll hire people to go out and meet with the manufacturers and tell them about grants or tax credits or training programs or things like that, that we have. Mm. And so there's one in every state and one in Puerto Rico. And then I represent the San Joaquin Valley. So I go and meet with manufacturers and we, we have grants for small manufacturers with 20 or fewer employees and a different grant for 70 or fewer employees. And we work with the workforce board and they've got training funds for employees. And we've got, you might not know this, Max, but when you pay your uh, quarterly uh, employment tax to mm -hmm. the state, the first $7 for every employee goes into this training fund. Oh, okay. And wow. so you can actually draw money back out of that to train your employees on food safety or, right. or, or whatever. Um, and so, so I have a really cool job because I get to go out. I have 
everything from a one own one person business that's making soap out of their home <laughs> to oh, that's um, awesome. a dad and a daughter making tie dye clothes out of their garage all the way up to Reese Foods or or yeah. people with thousands of employers wow. so employees so I get to work with all these guys and and hear what they're up to and um, try to get funds you know I have an extra chip on my shoulder because you know, there are all these people in Southern California and the Bay Area get trying to get the grant money to their businesses. Mm-hmm. So every <laughs> dollar that I get into the San Joaquin Valley, you know, A, it helps the business. B, right. it helps the employees. But C, it's a dollar that they're not getting in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so so, right. do, so like, basically, yes. do you, yeah, do you stand there and go, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Because they're like, well, we'll put you up there. I don't think there are very many manufacturers up there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. Like, we That's all we know how to do. Yes. Is make- <laughs> all there is is manufacturers. <laughs> yeah. That well, that's great. Now, how long have you been doing that? How long have you been with them? I've been with them for two and a half years. Oh, okay. At, yeah. at this point, I think we have, we're getting more money into the Valley than any other place in the state so yeah and uh, i can attest i i partnered with cmtc probably two years ago or so um actually out of the blue somebody you know one of them stopped by the factory and uh, told me some things that they could they could offer for the um to help us there's you know other programs with uh, pg e in california and mm. they ended up getting us uh, this great i'll give her a shout out her name's bernadette with a b savvy as for a company, um, just a freaking bulldog, man. She is awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is just an incredible uh, just business consultant on, on getting things done. Um, and, uh, yeah, she helped us. I, I was struggling to write this. I had to write a proposal to the state of California and it was, you know, meet with the governor's office. Mm. It was just like this. It went on for months and months and months. And then Bernadette showed up and um, just – you know, smaller lady, uh, incredibly intimidating, just like walked <laughs> yeah. in and I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to just take over my business. I should get you out of here before, <laughs> before people realize, um, <laughs> who's in charge, who's right? in charge. <laughs> um, but I mean, goodness, she pumped this stuff out and she got everything, you know, it was, she was great. So, um, CMTC is a very cool, cool program to, that we have here. So now, uh, now how yeah. could, how could people, you know, get involved with them or if they have a small business or if they have yeah. one information, what do they do? Yeah, if if they're making a product, they just they can they can give me a call or give me an email. Fresno Craig at Gmail. It's pretty easy. Okay. Um, and um, you know, I'll just walk them through it and kind of I just have kind of a, a matrix in my head about you know either where they're located or what industry they're in or what size they are, what kinds of different programs that there might be out out there to help them. So, and and. And it's not me doing the consulting. It's people like Bernadette. Like we have a retired guy from Netafim. We have a couple of really great CPAs that help people clean up their books and understand mm. what their finances are. We've got uh, HR programs. A lot of our small businesses don't have an employee manual. And so we oh, yeah. wow. help them straighten all that stuff out so they don't get sued down the road for not having all their stuff together. So a lot of good resources. Um, a lot of them are doing R and D and don't know it, and they can be getting tax credits for that. So mm-hmm. I love it. It's I I love working with these companies. So it's it's very fun for me. It's good rewarding work. Yeah, yeah. and a great resource for companies for the valley. You know, in the yeah. valley. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm 
nice little transition. Uh, wanna, you know, we're nearing the end of our time. I wanted to touch on some other businesses in the Valley. This is a recent article here from the Fresno <laughs> uh -oh. Bee uh, uh -oh. from Bethany. She's talking about <laughs> Cheap Eats, the Fresno area's best restaurants for meals. But here's the trick, under $10. $10? Really? Is that a full meal with a Coke and fries? That? See, that's what I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I mean, that's the thing. You can't even get a Taco Bell meal for that anymore. Yeah. So, but she pointed out there's some good ones. I'm going to read okay. these, and I want to see um, our thoughts, and if there's anything that we wanted to add. So, number right. one, and this is her number one, is the number one on when we did our barbecue list. This is also the mm. restaurant that uh, I'm so fond of. They catered uh, my wife and I's wedding. Wow. Uh, so Ma and Pa Barbecue. They are literally, they're like, 30 seconds walking distance from our factory. So okay. um, it's just, it's a freaking amazing place. They have mom, pa barbecue. And this is a tip. She points out the $5 potato, which is a um, giant baked potato split open. It's covered with uh, barbecue beans and cheese and tri-tip. And it's amazing. Um, <laughs> not tri-tip. Let's not go back to tri-tip. Yeah, always tri-tip. <laughs> um, so there's mom, pa. She also lists uh, the B-Rock shop. Love B-Rock. Yeah. She lists El Premio Mayor, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we have the meat market. Yeah. She has the Lincoln Pub and Grill, which I didn't realize that they are known for their $5 menu. It makes sense, though, hence the name. Huh. Um, yeah. We have <laughs> a Huang Lan, which I actually love. They have an incredible banh mi sandwich there. Um, especially if you're into head cheese, which is, I don't know if anybody knows what this is, but it's like a pate made from... Um, Sounds familiar way. It's like you scramble the brain, the nose, the ears, and you make a nice little... Yeah, good luck with that. Oh. Yeah, it's a delicious sandwich. <laughs> oh, wow. so if you haven't had it, you're missing out. I'll miss out. <sighs> uh, bullseye and then Golden Dynasty. She has Kenji's Teriyaki, which I don't mm. know, Kenji's. Just Fa Fresno and Robertitos or Robertitos. Robertitos. Right. Thoughts? Yeah. Now, what Thoughts. qualifies as a meal? It's like... Yeah, what, what is she saying here? Yeah, what is a meal? Okay, I, she I, says uh, eating out. Uh, she's not talking about the dollar menu at McDonald's. No. But local restaurants offering real meals. Well, Good okay. amount of food for the price. Okay, like Pimentes is a great amount. Of, is, is a great price with a, for a great sandwich. Is it 10 bucks? It can be under ten bucks. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good. That's a good one. Because I'll go there and I'll get the meatball sub. I love their meatball sub. No veggies. Awesome. Mm. Great mm. sandwich. Best meatball sub I have ever had in my life is mm. at Pimentes, and it's under ten dollars. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the one I think of that I get quite a bit, and and you don't have to get the veggie, but I get the veggie burrito at Don't Touch Us. Yeah. Oh. Which mm. which is. Five dollars at Don't Touch It. I know, and it is uh, it is a meal or two depending on your appetite. Uh, but you could get one of the others. You get the shrimp burrito or whatever. I think oh, shrimp all burrito $10. sounds really good. Yeah. Um, is this oh, where's Ming's? Oh, Ming's. That's right. The, the, the war wonton soup at Ming's in the tower. In the tower yeah. on Van Ness yeah. and yeah. Floridora. If it is a cold day in Fresno, yes. oh, and you get man. the war wonton soup at Ming's, mm -hmm. it is a it is heaven. It's a really? lifesaver. Yeah. Never yeah. tried it. Yeah, Never I tried. have very fond memories of Ming's. So I was directing, um, I was directing a Christmas Carol at uh, at um, 
Second Space? Second Space. Was Thank that you? you? I Was directed that you the director? Oh, I have directed it. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. I mean, they do it every few years, but uh, I was directing a Christmas I Carol at Second that one. Space. It was the one, if you ever, if you saw the one with a lot of kids in it, um, I did the one that had adult and kid cast. It's very interesting. Hmm. Um, but um, friend of the show, Mark Norwood, and I, after rehearsals, because we would rehearse directly across from Ming's, yeah, and it was space. around Christmas time, it was mm -hmm. cold and rainy, and after rehearsals, we'd head over, we'd walk across the street to Ming's, and so I just, that's my memory, is soup wow. at Ming's on a cold, rainy day. Wow. So that was, that's a good pick. I know for, I've never had, are you saying the war wonton soup? Yeah, or just wonton soup. If mm. you say wonton soup, they go get it. And and it, again, it's like two meals. It's so good. Now you oh, say, goodness. is it spicy? You say war. Is it spicy or what? <laughs> no, it's it's W O R. Um, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, like it. it is just. It is like uh, oh. it's just pork dumplings. <laughs> oh, nice! Uh, in this great broth with with uh, you know some greens and onion and all that. And there's the broth is just so sweet and. Oh, Delicious. I love it. Okay, Great. that's going wow. on my list. See, back in the day, back, back in the day when I used to live in the Tower District, I used to like to like save up my money when I was broke to go to um grand marie's the chicken pot pie shop mm -hmm. oh, yeah. chicken pot pie oh you can get a great meal there i know exactly <laughs> it's gone now which kills me every time it drives yeah. me crazy i used to i lived in tower for a number of years and um i would go there at the time for a long time i was a vegetarian and we would um i'd go and i would ask them to make vegetarian chicken pot pies and they would just say give me a couple hours and so they would make and they would always make like 10 of them and give them to me so I could freeze them. Oh, nice. Um, wow. But the ladies were so sweet. They also knew that I loved um, banana cream pies. Ooh. So they would also sometimes make, they had these tiny little ones. They'd make a bunch of little banana cream pies for me. Oh, um, my gosh, I miss that place. <laughs> I miss I miss wow. the whole decor, the 1970s oh, decor. Yeah. I, I took my oldest daughter there when she was little, mm -hmm. and I wanted to take my little kids there too, but it's gone. I can't. It's yeah, a shame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did get my grandsons there before they closed. Um, yeah. But I grew up there. There used to be a nursery school on Calaveras uh -huh, that I went okay. to. And my grand, uh, my parents worked downtown. And so they would pick me up. My dad would stop at chicken pie shop when I was four years old. And wow. I've been going there my whole life. My son started going there when he was in a high chair. And yeah, it, it's one of the best there. People used to say, you know, like, like if you if you had a choice of how you were gonna die, what would it be? I'd say I want to be dropped in a vat of the chicken pie shop rice pudding, <laughs> just oh. drowned in chicken pie oh shop rice. Pudding. Oh, did they have good rice pudding? It was I incredible. Love I love oh rice God, pudding too. Best rice incredible. pudding on the planet. Man, I can't believe they shut down. Oh yeah. man. And I, and and that's a restaurant to me that in COVID they would have killed. Oh, Comfort food. Could have just gone by and picked up chicken pies mm -hmm. and yes. apple brown Betty and Jeez. oh, it would have been great. Just like yeah. warm yeah. comfort food to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Golly, what a shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, uh, Eric, what do you have? You have anything me? On your list? I don't. I don't have anything on my list. You have uh, nothing on I've your got, list. I, I can't think of anything. I mean, a beer rock shop. Yeah, beer rock shop. You agree with the beer rock? Yeah, I mean, I love beer rock. So yeah, I, I definitely would hit the beer rock shop. Pretty so. solid. Yeah, yeah. So if you ever want to have really the the real Volga German uh, beer rocks, mm, okay. Uh, every year in April, and I don't know if I, they'll be ready post COVID yet, but there's a place called Edison Social Club. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, west of 99 on Clinton. 
and they do a birok dinner the way that the old Volga Germans used to do it with the uh, uh, egg noodle soup, and it is like Ooh. a trip back in time. Really? Yeah, yeah. I bet you, Craig, dude, you have probably so many great little hidden spots in town. Yeah. I gotta pick your brain about this. This is good. Um, one of so my. That's- that's a good one. Yeah. You should probably do like a little food or have you done a little foodie book, you know, that just shows all the great spots that if you come to Fresno, you could eat, you know. Well, it used to and get a taste uh, of I Fresno. I did have uh, like uh, Sunset Magazine uh, contacted me back in the 80s and I took him to a few places mm-hmm. and uh, and and I made some <laughs> recommendations there. So that was kind of fun. Are any oh, of wow. those places still around that you took them in the 80s? Do you know? Well, Chicken Pie Shop was one. Okay. Um, They're not around. Al's Cafe, but it was Al's Cafe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now it's on Belmont west of uh, 99. Yep. Yep. Or, yeah. Uh, but it used to be right next to OK Produce on, mm-hmm. on uh, G Street in downtown. And it was this great, it was this uh, uh, Mexican uh, lady uh, and her husband was Italian and, uh, her, her mom always used to say, if you want to have happy husband, you have to learn how to cook from the mom, from his mom. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. She did. Smart, so yeah. she did this blend of Mexican food mm. with Italian, uh, style to it. So mm. like the albondigas was like in minestrone, you know, mm. she would use olive oil instead of lard and stuff. You know, like it was just the most beautiful food right. in this truck wow. stop. And uh, and the guy from Peter Fish from Sunset, he goes, are you sure it's safe? Like if we're telling people <laughs> yeah. to pull off the 99. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's safe. So I met the lady from Sunset <laughs> yeah. there. And we came out. <laughs> this guy approached us as we were getting to the car and he pulled, he had his hand in it. <laughs> Jack, and he was like, I need some help. I need some money. And I thought he was going to pull out a gun and rob the magazine, but he pulled out like a bus pass or something. Oh, oh my God. And, I was like, and she like ran to her car. <laughs> Can you imagine? She's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, this place is totally safe. We got people with yeah. guns right here. We got a, uh, a porn shop next door. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That but she wrote it funny. up, and they used to have it in the in the in the uh, front of the that's awesome. the uh, restaurant there. So that was good. Oh wow, wow, that's great. Yeah, Al's. Is, I mean, I hadn't, I, I didn't go to the old one, but I used to live um, not far from the one off of Belmont. So uh, ninety nine. Um, that was that's the house, my sketchy old um, condo that I used to live in. Oh, that's the one where the mailbox blew up. That's or the one where the car bomb went <laughs> oh, off in front bomb. of my house. Yeah, yeah legitimately. Yeah, um, that's what. <laughs> Yeah, and I I would just say that for a lot of people that just are in North Fresno, mm-hmm. right? Venture venture south. There's a lot of really cool places. Oh yeah, in in South Fresno or in the small towns. Like just go out of your way a little bit. Uh, we used to have a lot of really cool restaurants in the small towns, like Vallis's, which was just people would come from all over the world, or the Imperial Dynasty in Hanford. People would right. come from yeah. all over. To eat I remember there. that it was a fantastic the Imperial Dynasty. Oh, oh, my God. There yeah. was great food. Now, we, so, we tried that once in a podcast, on our old podcast, where yeah. we ended up venturing out to someplace in Max. <laughs> you have to listen to the episode. That's a good dig episode. It up. Yeah, it was an interesting eat. Yeah, we did this one where we chose these uh, strangely named restaurants off of Yelp. And I, I threw in some fake names, and then whoever won had to choose the restaurant we went to. We ended up going to... Um, 
What's the name of that restaurant? Somebody's no Chicharrones or something. Closed, yeah. yeah, the one that we wanted to was closed. We had to find the nearest other place to go to. It was funny. We <laughs> called ahead and they said, "Oh yeah, we're open." We showed up. It wasn't just open. It wasn't just closed. There was. It was barred. Like yeah, it was like boarded up. It was like boarded up. And I was like, you literally answered me like yesterday and told me you were open. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are Fresno. One of my new favorite restaurants. This is my this is my last thing is um, Mama's Asian Noodle House. You've mm. been to Mama's Asian Noodle House. Mm. Um, Mama's Asian. I forget the actual exact streets. They're on. They're on all the. Um, they're on McKinley. They're on all the delivery apps and things like that. Um, nondescript have a green sign out front um it's off of a mckinley and chestnut and it is it's it's a laotian food um Mm. it's the freaking most incredible like if you like if you like thai food and that sort of like Mm. mong food it's just oh my gosh um i ate it i think my family and i ate it like three or four times in a span of two weeks. Just, oh, wow. Uh, just like, wow, I'm just getting man. more mamas. So it's all, <laughs> it's all I'm eating. Um, so if you have a chance, check out mamas. Um, okay. Anything else? I know time, time is running out. Um, Craig, any last words, anything you want to pitch? Uh, I don't have it. We know, well, you could, uh, we'll have to have you guys on the two guys talking Fresno podcast. You we did that it. with the, with the, Fresno famous guys where we, okay. we did one and then we both shared it. That was kind of fun. We yep. thought we nice. talked about doing more of that. So this would be the five guys talking Fresno. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. Or if the other guy, who the hell's the other guy? I haven't met yet. Don, he, uh, oh, Don Schlitz. Don, Don Schlitz. Yeah. 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 Don, AKA whatever. Justin. Yeah. If he's out of rehab, he can come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. Don, Don is very upset. He wasn't here. Cause Don is a, um, a, a sports nut fanatic and fanatic and uh i am i mean i'm to be perfectly honest i'm his this is all a secret people on the show i am don's possibly his little brother no uh, way. No, shocker so oh, man we, spoiler <laughs> so growing up he had a little brother who just wasn't into sports i was busy building podcast studios in my garage and stuff like that <laughs> um and i mean in my bunker in los angeles and <laughs> so he's you know he's been dying to we have a we have a segment called don schlick's polls where we do a, he does a series of polls. He wrote like 15 of them and sent it to me. That was all sports stuff. And I was like, Don, nobody here wants to do a bunch of sports polls. So I'm sure he would love to pick people's brains, especially Paul. So that would be fun. Oh, Paul's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Paul Paul has lots of thoughts on uh, sports. Yes. It's it's like Justin. Uh, (laughs) Justin likes to talk sports. (laughs) And I have once heard of sports. (laughs) I used to watch my brother play sports. that's That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Um, Craig, thank you. It has been yeah, such a pleasure. Thank you, thank uh, you sir. Really appreciate you yeah. being on the show. Um, of course, anytime uh, you want to be back, uh, we'd love to have you. Um, I owe you some chocolate. Stop by tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if you stay on right after the show, I'll make sure you know where to find me. All right, guys. Thank you so Two much. Two guys talking Fresno podcast. Check it out. Yes, yeah, check, check it, it out. out. Yeah, for sure. To hear intelligent people talk about Fresno. <laughs> I, I go for my walks at Kearney Park and I listen to you guys. And I, I, I feel like I'm talking to you while I'm there. I'm just out there muttering along with you. Oh, great. I'm That's awesome. Laughing. So it's, it's great. I enjoy the hell out of you guys. So it's fun to finally get to meet you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank we you. appreciate it. Nice meeting it. you, man.
That's one. We got one listener. 